0: Good morning. It is January the 27th, Friday, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's enter in with a prayer of consecration this morning. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus. I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a living sacrifice to you. Jesus, we belong to you praying in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's reading is entitled, On Authority and Astonishment. Our text is Luke Luke 4, verses 31 to 36. Hear the word of the Lord. Then he went down to Capernaum a town in Galilee. And on the Sabbath, he taught the people. They were amazed at his teaching because his words had authority. In the synagogue, there was a man possessed by a demon, an impure spirit. He cried out at the top of his voice, Go away! What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, Jesus said sternly. Come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down before them all and came out without injuring him. All the people were amazed and said to each other, what words these are, with authority and power he gives orders to impure spirits, and they come out. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. I thought we would get further yesterday, but here's the so far. Then he went down to Capernaum, a town in Galilee. And on the Sabbath, he taught the people. Then we get this. They were amazed at his teaching because he told such good stories and he was funny and he was so relatable to the people. And oh, yes, he was so sincere and animated and excited about what he was saying. And yes, practical and down to earth and. Wow, so smart. And he even cried at one point. Nope. None of that. I mean, maybe it was all true. And all of that is probably worthy of a few dozen good sermon preacher after the service, but that's not why they were amazed at his teaching. So the question remains, why were they so amazed at his teaching? They were amazed at his teaching because his words had authority. Answer, because his words had authority. What does that mean? Is that a certain style of preaching or teaching? No. Is it a particular approach to biblical exposition? No. Is it a quality of insight or an incisive sort of clarity or relevance? No. Does it come from a lot of experience or education? No. Authority is the physically embodied presence of God in the person of Jesus Christ, Declaring, delineating, and demonstrating the kingdom of heaven in the power of the Holy Spirit. Let me say that again. Authority is the physically embodied presence of God in the person of Jesus Christ, declaring, delineating, and demonstrating the kingdom of heaven in the power of the Holy Spirit it is readily and freely available to anyone who would deign to become an agent of Jesus. Yes, anyone. This is not the domain of the ordained, though we most desperately need it. The authority of Jesus is readily and freely available to anyone who would deign to become an agent of Jesus. The world, alas, the church, is desperate for the agents of Jesus. Watch this. In the synagogue, there was a man possessed by a demon, an impure spirit. He cried out at the top of his voice, Go away! What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Perhaps the three most sobering words in this whole story are these three. In the synagogue. This is another massive and disruptive departure from the bulletin. Other than the surprise at the wedding of Cana, the first miracle of Jesus' public ministry happened in a synagogue. It was not the cleansing of a leper or the healing of a sick person. It was an exorcism, the deliverance of a member of the synagogue from an impure spirit, a demon, an agent of Satan. Be quiet, Jesus said sternly. Come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down before them all and came out without injuring him. This is real, my friends. This is authority. The physically embodied presence of God in the person of Jesus Christ, declaring, delineating, and demonstrating the kingdom of heaven in the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, before we get sidetracked by all the phenomenology of this scene or diverted by all the questions it raises, or worse, before we start naming people at our church we are sure need deliverance, we need to assume our beholding posture and simply take it all in. That's what they did. All the people were amazed and said to each other, What words these are! With authority and power, he gives orders to impure spirits, and they come out. Don't think of what you need to do or not do. Just behold the authority of Jesus and be astonished. The prayer. Our Father, thank you for this particular story on that particular day in a particular synagogue in Capernaum. What must that oppressed man's life have been like the day after that day? What was Jesus thinking and feeling at that point? No one had seen anything like it. Most of us haven't either would you awaken our astonishment today? In a world all around us seething with demonic outrage, awaken our astonishment at Jesus. Awaken our appetite for this very different kind of authority, one that would strip us of all pride and restore our deepest humility. We need more love, Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit, praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, what do you see in this scene today? What do you hear? Are you awakening to astonishment, or is this just another lap around the field? Are you ready to step into real agency? What is the level of your desire to become a bona fide agent of Jesus? The Hymn Today we will sing the great Methodist standard, hymn number one, Charles Wesley's Oh for a Thousand Tongues to Sing. And yes, it is hymn number one in our seedbed hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. There are actually nine verses here, and we're going to sing the first five. And if we get carried away, we may keep going. Let's just see what happens. Sing with me now. O for a thousand tongues to sing my great Redeemer's praise, the glories of my God and King, the triumphs of His grace. My gracious Master and my God, assist me to proclaim, to spread through all the earth abroad the honors of Thy name. Jesus, the name that charms our fears, that bids our sorrows cease. Tis music in the sinner's ears, tis life and health and peace. He breaks the power of canceled sin, he sets the prisoner free. His blood can make the foulest clean, his blood availed for me. He speaks and listening to his voice, new life the dead receive. The mournful broken hearts rejoice, the humble poor believe. Y'all want to keep going? Let's do it. Hear Him, ye deaf, His praise ye dumb, Your loosened tongues employ. Your blind behold, your Savior come, And leap ye lame for joy. In Christ your head you then shall know, Shall feel your sins forgiven. Anticipate your heaven below, and on that love is heaven. Well, there were two more. (laughs) I think we're just going to stop there today. That's enough of my voice you need to hear anyway. But what a song. Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing, and I bet you we had a thousand out there singing today. Well, that's a wrap for Friday morning. It's now time to gather up your seeds and head out to the field. There is awakening to sow for today. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com up wakeupcall.